Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm Brock Gorton. Benjamin Duncan. No Tommy Haley this week, because uh, uh, Tommy sucks. That's why. No. Ha <laughs> get wrecked. Get wrecked. L plus ratio plus your feet smell. I don't know. Anyway. No, Tommy has some uh, previous obligations that he is attending to currently. Uh, Ben, how you doing? I'm doing all right. That's good to hear. Um, well, let's get started with some B-card updates, shall we? Sure, why not? All right, we'll get started with this past week's episode of Earning Our Stripes debuted on its new home... Elite um, Tiger Sports. Yeah, and uh, it uh, it did pretty well. In I, viewership numbers, I, I think so too. For the most part, yeah. So if you haven't checked it out, uh, well, me and Ben were way off on score predictions. Um, yeah, but we'll talk more about that on this week's EOS on the same place over at Elite Tiger Sports. Um. Also, I put up a new blog on the, oh, excuse me, the website today. It's the 10 best names of defunct sports teams from Kansas City. Ben, do you have that article pulled up in front of you? I do not. You may want to. Okay, sounds like something I should do. Yes. Because there are some very obscure ones on that list. And I had 150 years of history to go through when it came to these names. 150 years. 150 years of professional sports in Kansas City. And, uh, yeah, this was, this was a monster to try and do. You only know two of the names that you had listed in that t- in the that you numbered in the ten. Yep. And then where it says on the bottom that like that's the list I'm sure some of you wanted and listed some of the other teams down there. I know one of those ones, so I guess three altogether. <laughs> that's how obscure I got with this. Very um, number two is I basically wrote a love letter to that team. Because without them, I don't think BTT would be a thing. Or B-Card Entertainment. Oh. So. And number three, I... I think I just need to write an article on that. The history of that team so badly. Because that's just... The fact they're not still around... Is upsetting. So Interesting. Yep. But yeah, 150 years professional sports in Kansas City. And this list spans the entire 150 years. 
Dear Lord, have mercy. We have teams from the 1880s. We have teams from the 2010s. It's all here. It's all here. Go ahead. Name a decade. Name a decade between that span, Ben, and I'll tell you if they're on. If I have a team on that list from that decade. Um. Uh, nineteen uh, hundred. Yes. Yes. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, really? Yes. Come on, give me another one. Give me another one. Another. Come on. 1920. Y- yes, number 20s. seven and number four. Oh. That's how extensive this list is. Oh. Uh, I, I, I just wasn't seeing the, the year on some of these, so I wasn't for yep. sure exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that's... It's a pretty uh, extensive list. Uh, go ahead and give it a read. It's a pretty good one. Uh, I think my next one is going to be top 10 arena football team names. So I will go through the Dang, history. This article's of the... getting views. So I will go through the history of the Arena Football League, the original AF2. The weird combo one they did, and then up until it's unfortunate demise here recently, I'll go through all the teams that went through there, and I'll do another top ten or whatever it is. Maybe I'll just rank all of the names. But, uh, yeah, this is one that could be a, uh, a video one day, perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, there was no CSP, nor was there a Wayne this week. Both took the week off. I don't blame them at all. So. Um, other than that, I do believe that is all the B-card updates I have. So, Ben, you know what that means. Oh, boy. It's time for everybody's favorite segment in the world. Guess the year. The year. Now, I have to type, retype this in because the original year I was going to go off of did not uh, have, they didn't play this far. So I had to redo it. So give me one second as I get this one pulled up. And do they not also have played then? They did. Excellent. That is not what I wanted to do. That is what I wanted. All right. Boy, this is a weird one. So, this is actually, this game was actually played on a Tuesday, oddly enough. 
So, the Odd. Kansas City Royals were at home and hosted the California Angels. The Royals would pick up the win at home. I will not say the name of the stadium because, once again, that would give it away a little bit too much. But yep. here was the starting lineup. Uh, apologies, uh, the one I have pulled up here doesn't... Oh, wait. Could this be the one I'm looking for? This... Nope, that's telling me the exact same thing. That's great. I would like... God, come on. Good damn it. It's kind of Sorry, I'm cursing in German now. <laughs> All right, there we go. I have the normal website that I have pulled up. All right. So, thanks to this win, the Royals improved to 86-71 and 71 on the year. This was the starting lineup for the Kansas City Royals on this day. Are you ready, Mr. Benjamin Duncan? I am indeed ready. So, I will give you the starting lineup that we had here. And then at the end of the show, I will reveal, who, reveal what year it was. And you will give your guess. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Batting first in left field, Willie Wilson. Batting second, the shortstop, U.L. Washington. Batting third, the third baseman, George Brett. Batting fourth, the D.H., Hal McRae. Batting fifth, the first baseman, Willie Atkins. Batting sixth, the right fielder, Jerry Martin. Batting seventh, the catcher, John Walton. Or Watham, I mean. Excuse me. Batting eighth, the center fielder. Cesar Germano, and batting ninth, the second baseman with probably the best name I've ever seen in my life, Onyx Concepcion. The pitcher for the Royals was Larry Gurrier. So, that is the starting lineup, and later on we will get the answer to that. But first, Ben... We're already on the topic of baseball. And uh, we got some more teams clinching their uh, their bursts to the playoffs. Yeah, while you were listing off the starting lineup for Guess the Year, the Cardinals have clinched their division. Boo. Getting the number three seed in the National League. So... We also have a division winner in the Central, finally. As the oh, that's right. Cleveland Guardians, which, if you remember, when the season began, me, Tommy, and Macy were doing our predictions. I had Cleveland in fifth. Uh-huh. Macy had them in fourth, and Tommy had them also in fifth. Oopsie! I had the Twins, or Tommy had the Twins winning, I had the White Sox winning, and Macy had the Royals winning. That would have been cool if it was true. It would have been great, however. So, 86 wins. Cleveland gets in. Uh, the Yankees have also punched their ticket. They will be the two seed in the AL... 
The Mets and Braves, also, we mentioned the Mets had theirs punched, but the Braves finally punched theirs. They're in a deadlock tie for first place in the NL NL East, and the Dodgers have the top seed in the NL with 106 wins. Is this really a surprise to anybody? (laughs) Houston has the best record in the American League right now by six games. It's all but a lock that they're going to have the first overall seed in the AL. The wild card is really coming down the wires. We have a lot more teams eliminated. The Boston Red Sox and Arizona Diamondbacks were eliminated this past week. Leaving in the American League, the Twins, White Sox, Orioles, Mariners, Rays, and Blue Jays all still alive with the Blue Jays, Rays, and Mariners all holding the current wild card spots. The Baltimore Orioles are three and a half back. White Sox eight back, Twins nine back. They're they're eliminated. Mathematically, they're yeah. not, but they're they're eliminated. In the NL, the top wild card spot is, as I mentioned earlier, it's a tie between the Mets and the Braves. So that that's who has the top spot. It's whoever loses that. The Padres have the second wild card spot by two games over the Phillies, who had the final one, who only are a game and a half up on the Brewers for that final spot. And the Giants are somehow still sticking around with eight games back of that final wild card spot. Ben. Toronto, yes. Tampa, Seattle, loser of the NL East, San Diego, Philly, right? That That's who's making it? Um, I, I think so, yeah. Sounds about right. That's who you got? Sure. Sure. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Phillies remaining schedule. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a website pulled up, no. so I'm, I'm just going to go. This is sure. the Phillies remaining schedule. Two games Chicago, four games with Washington, three with Houston. I'll get the Braves pulled, or the uh, Brewers pulled up right now. The Brewers have one more against St. Louis, four against Miami, and three against Arizona. So they still could get it, but it's not possibly. Looking, it's not looking good for the Brewers. All these games are at home for them, so there is that possibility. Speaking of the Cardinals, Ben. Or is this part of your? Uh, am I stepping into one of your se- to your segment? It is not, but it's it was just on my list of things to talk about oh, for MLB baseball. Well, I will let you go ahead with it then. I'll just go down my list of things that happened baseball wise. Alrighty, if you cool with that, I'm fine with that perfectly. All right. First off, to start the week, uh, the Royals uh, fired Dayton Moore finally. Yeah, I kind of wish Tommy was was here to talk about that. Definitely sad to see him go because he was the one that built our team up and got us to the World Series in 14 and winning it in 15. And I know I always liked the guy, but it's just... It was time. it, it, it It was his time. He'd been with the team long enough, I guess. Um, 
2006. I only know that because also on the website, which no one has checked out the uh, article on, I did The Rise and Fall of the Blue October Part 1, which chronicles the royals from their beginnings of uh, mediocrity in about 2006 which where we pick up our where we picked up our story up until uh, the just before the beginning of the 2014 season okay then the next thing I have shameless um, plug for an article on the website yes but the next thing I have I, I definitely didn't see it coming. But over these past few games, I've been noticing that they've been playing uh, Hunter Dozier, and he seems to be having a bit of a resurgence, if I have been noticing this correctly. I mean, it's only been, like, today and, like, yesterday and maybe the day before, but he's had multiple home runs. And I just, I wouldn't have expected that from him because he had been sitting on the bench for so long, it had seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you had anything to to go to think about with that or not. No, not really. I'm kind of surprised he's still around, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I am honestly too, but I I mean, he's doing something positive for us in a game. I'll take it. Um, and speak speaking of a uh, just the Royals in general. Um, the game on, uh, Sunday, um, I did not expect us to just absolutely explode and score seven runs in one inning. I am so glad we get to talk about this game, so. Yeah. Um, and ended up winning that game 13 to 12, but, like, where in the world did 11 runs in one inning come from? I don't know. Like, that's, that's just insane. I don't know. Um, yeah, you're referring to the game. Against the, the Mariners. Yeah, the Royals ended up winning 13-2. to 13-12? Yeah, my mm. bad. That's what I mean. God, my brain is... Because we had given up like eight runs and one inning earlier in the game, right? To the Mariners? Something like that. It was an insane. Uh, and then we come out of nowhere and clobber all of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not none of those eleven points. I think were home runs. It was all just hits. Yeah, it was very much uh, reminiscent of the Royals of old. So. Yes. But yeah. but yeah, that was that game was crazy. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, it was overshadowed by another game involving a Kansas City team on that day, which we'll get to later. I can't wait to talk yeah. about that. Um, oh. Yeah, I saw the other day that um, as as someone who uh, likes the Rockies, uh, Chris Bryant is out for the rest of the season, Didn't which. They? Only Due like... to his foot injury, meaning that he ended up only playing 42 games this season. Was it even that? I thought it was 22. 
It, it was 42. I, I, I made sure to check. 42 games. And you paid him how much? I don't know. I, I don't pay attention that much. A lot? You you paid him a lot. Yeah. And then Brock was hinting to it a little bit a few minutes ago. But Albert Pujols finally did it. The Cardinal slugger against his former team hit home runs number 699 and 700 to make him become the fourth player in MLB history to hit the 700 home run mark and the first player in uh, MLB history to hit number 699 and 700 in the same night against his former team, the Dodgers. Listen, God, that's so weird to hear you say because I blocked out that portion of his career out of my mind. Um, Yeah. Listen, it's nice that he did it, but I can't wait for him to be gone. <laughs> As a Royals fan who had to see yeah. him at least six times every year, at least. Minimally. <laughs> Bye. So there was a clip that went out on Twitter from MLB Vault, and it was every swing of his 700 home runs. And I How saw, many times the Royals was I on there? I saw oh. old Kaufman's backstop at least 15 times. Oh, that hurts. And I'm just like, man, Kaufman used to be beautiful, and now it's still pretty beautiful. Please don't move the team downtown. Keep the stadium that we currently have. Yes. Or if you could, like, move somehow, like, we, I'm, I'm going to be Patrick Starr here for a second. We should take Kaufman Stadium and push it somewhere else. Oh, please, please don't build a brand new sports complex down at the the Legends over there on the Kansas side of town. And no, no, they a new football stadium and baseball stadium there. No, the Royals are dead set on getting the stadium downtown. That's just gonna destroy traffic. That's what I've been saying. But apparently the streetcar is supposed to fix everything. So anyway, we're getting <laughs> way too much into Kansas City only. <laughs> okay, Topics do you want to go back can- to uh, guess the year? Uh, no, like I said, we'll get to it at the end. Uh, we will okay. get to MIP of the week, though. So Sounds good. Even though Mr. Tommy Haley isn't with us here uh, in voice, he is here with us in spirit because he sent me both his MIP of the week and his picks for this week. Uh, would you like Tommy to start us off on his MIP of the week? Sure, why not? So, if you're not familiar, MIP of the week stands for the most idiotic person of the week or people of the week. And uh, Mr. Tommy Haley has designated as his most idiotic person, or in this case, people of the week, to be Netflix. Because of the... Netflix? Because of the new... uh, Oh, God, I was about to say Cable Dahmer, but then again, that's the arena. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey Dahmer. There it is. On Netflix, and he's and his reasoning is, and I quote, I don't need this case shoved down my throat again. So, interesting. 
it's on Netflix. He's his is uh Netflix for uh just revisiting a case that everyone's heard to death at this point. I I was wondering if because since Tom Tommy's using that for his MIP, I was wondering if he had seen that uh Netflix one of the tags that they put the the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary or whatever it is under they gave it the uh the LGBTQ tag huh on it huh? and uh, uh, everybody on social media was uh really upset about that i listen i, I don't i don't know a lot about that you know i don't like yeah the, my, the thing behind it is that i, I think why they had I don't know why they did it because I think it's still pretty dumb that they did that. I, but some of the people that Jeffrey Dahmer had killed were part of the LGBTQ plus community. God, and I, I don't know it. why Netflix would put that tag on there. That is stretching it right there. Yeah, that uh. that's like the only way I could see them maybe putting that on there. But still, like that's pretty bad that you put that on there. That's like. Us putting that tag in there whenever Macy does CSP. Because <laughs> she said as much that she's by curious. Whatever. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, Ben, what's your MIP of the week? Uh, my MIP of the week is uh, all of the, uh, or whoever the person is that's in charge of shoving the Aaron Judge at-bats down our throats during college football. <laughs> I don't care about watching Aaron Judge hit home run number 61. <laughs> if I wanted to watch him do that, I would be watching baseball, not football game. I'm trying to watch college football. I don't care. <laughs> And I, I, I know that uh, SEC Shorts covered it. Oh my they, they god, I'm so too. glad you watched SEC Shorts too. SEC Shorts went over that too. But literally, no one cares. We don't care. We don't unless care. You're a Yankees, unless you're a Yankees fan, nobody cares. We don't care. We don't like Aaron Judge. The only reason he has that many home runs is because he plays at a ballpark with the shortest stadium dimensions. And and batter and uh, pitchers can't use sticky stuff anymore. No, it's mainly because <laughs> the sh- if you look at all of his home runs, the sh- it's to the, the short, short porch. porch. Yeah. If he was to play a Kaufman every, you know, the majority of the time, he would have I don't know, maybe twenty two, maybe. <laughs> oh, I saw he got walked four times in their game tonight. Good. <laughs> so so he wouldn't hit uh, sixty one against the um, Blue Jays. I hope he <laughs> he doesn't get it. That'd be so funny. Because I think they're on the road the rest uh, of the year. I hope he doesn't get it. That That is a possibility. So that's your MIP of the week this week. Yeah, everyone that keeps shoving the Aaron Judge at-bats down our throats when we're trying to watch football. Well, I can't believe I'm going to be the only one that has this as his MIP of the week. Uh, my MIP of the week is the Dolphins special teams. Ah, uh, there you go. Here it comes. For the butt punt. It's not Thomas Morstead's fault. That's all I'm going to say. 
In case you missed it, in the Bills-Dolphins game this past week, the Dolphins tried to attempt a punt. Uh, and, as you mentioned, Thomas Morstead kind of had it blocked by his blocker's ass. Therefore, I mean, giving, the us, is, giving us the butt fumble 2.0. But the thing, the, thi- the thing is, the, they were backed up so close to the end zone to begin with. And then, if the one player didn't back up into him, he would have been able to get that ball off. But just since they were in such a compressed space, right, he was literally in the back of the end zone trying to punt this thing, that if he went any farther back, the punter would have stepped out with the ball. Butt so punt. he ended up kicking the butt of the guy in front of him. Butt punt. I'm going to keep saying giving, it because it's true. Butt punt. Giving the Bills two points, and then they still lost. Well, you know what? You already mentioned that. Let's just talk about the NFL. Anyway, okay. you talked about the game, Ben. Uh, it's, uh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that interruption, everyone. Uh, my internet decided to poop itself. <laughs> so let's talk about that game. Uh, the Dolphins might be for real. Yeah, they're one of two teams left that are still undefeated. And they've beaten the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Bills. Yeah. I'm not going to say that it just took a... the concussion, Tagovailoa. He cleared concussion protocol. He he literally got up off the ground and then walked like two steps and fell back down. I know. Wild. (sighs) But yeah, Dolphins win (laughs) 21-19. Hey, Ben. How did your team do this week? Oh, I... I was gonna list off all the all the other teams and if they won or not, and then we could get into this one because I know uh, you'd like to. Uh... Oh boy, I I I will let yeah. you say your piece first about it, and then the notorious BDG's coming back for a second. All right, and, and really quickly before I mention this, the who won the games for this week. Uh, surprisingly, I saw the other day that Joe Hayden retired. Not really surprising. Or, I mean, yeah, he was, like, for a football player, he was getting kind of old, but it just kind of came, like, out of nowhere that he retired. Yeah, I guess. And then, apparently, Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to go to the Commanders this offseason, but him getting surgery, like, nixed that trade from going through. I saw that earlier today. All right, then. So, but, okay, into these scores, Browns beat the Steelers, Vikings beat the Lions. Hold on, you gotta say the scores. Okay. You Thursday say, night football. Let's get into the scores and then you don't say the scores. Yeah. Thursday night football, the Steelers lose to the Browns, 17-29. Browns are now 2-1. Yes. The Lions lose to the Vikings, 24-28. The Vikings are also 2-1, and one, and in top of their division. The Ravens beat the Patriots in New England 37-26 to as Mac Jones uh, has gotten an injury. He received an injury in that game, which 
means he might be out four to six weeks. He also threw three interceptions. Yes. Um, the Panthers finally get their first win against the Saints this season. I wish twenty-two to fourteen. I wish Tommy was on the podcast for that yeah. reason. <laughs> The Texans lose to the Chicago Bears, 20-23. The undefeated Philadelphia Eagles beat the Commanders, 24-8. As we mentioned, the Bills lost to the Dolphins, 19-21. The Bengals beat the Jets, 27-12. The now 0-3 Raiders lose to the Titans, 22-24. The the now 2-1 Jaguars go into Los Angeles and stomp the Chargers 38-10. Then we had the Atlanta Falcons beating the Seahawks 27-23. Yeah, Geno Smith's first game was a mirage, I think. I, I really thought that the Seahawks could have won this game against the Falcons. Well, I thought they would have. You but. know, nobody scored in the fourth quarter, so. Yeah. Uh, we have the Rams beating the Cardinals 20-12. to 12. Uh, In what uh, my manager at work, who is a Packers fan, said, the most boring game she has ever watched in her life, the, the Packers beat... Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, 14 to 12. And the Denver Broncos beat the 49ers. This was an ugly game. 11 to 10. This was an ugly game. Yeah. And then I didn't mention it yet because I wanted it to, I guess, I guess uh, Monday night? marinate for a second. Monday night? But, uh, oh, okay, yeah, Monday night. Uh, as I predicted, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Giants 23-16. to I don't think any of us believed in the Giants. Uh, is Cooper Rush a good quarterback, question mark? Yes. He is 3-0 and in his career starting. The answer is yes. <laughs> and then finally... In upset fashion, the Kansas City Chiefs lose to the Colts in Indianapolis during the regular season like we always do, but this time we lose 17-20 to by giving up a touchdown right at the very end of the game for the Colts to win, and uh, Matt Amendola, our backup kicker, as soon as the game was done, was cut. After his performance. Sir, you forgot the most important part of how the game ended. Ronnie McLeod picked off Patrick Mahomes. In a prayer pass that didn't matter at the very end of the game. Doesn't (laughs) matter. Matt Ryan outdueled Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Final stat line for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Not the GOAT. 262 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, He was 20 for 35. The Chad Matt Ryan, 
27 for 37, 222 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Also, yeah. game-winning touchdown with 24 seconds left. And all the Chiefs fans on Twitter. Jelani Woods. All the Chiefs fans on Twitter. Eh, too much time for Pat. Oh, too much time for Pat. And apparently it was just the right amount of time for the Colts to finish the ass-whooping that they put on the Chiefs. Congratulations, Kansas City. You lost to the Colts. As uh, I said this yeah. whole time, whenever you have to play a decent run team, you're going to lose. It's almost like I've been saying this since last season, but nobody wanted to listen. And you wanted to have inflated egos because, oh, we beat the Cardinals, we beat the Chargers. Chargers are hurt. Congratulations, you skated past a team that was out without three of their best players. We hurt the Chargers. (laughs) They were also going into the game hurt. They were missing their top corner and their top wide receiver. Congratulations. They had Jason Jackson playing. He was still playing hurt. You were also not playing against Keenan Allen. Congratulations. You skated by an injured Chargers team. Barely. By the skin of your team. Yeah, I have Keenan Allen in fantasy. It is what it is. By the skin of your team. In one of my leagues. You got past him. You lost to a Colts team that got shut out by the Jaguars last week. 24 to nothing. And then the Jaguars stomped the Chargers. Therefore, the Jaguars could go to the Super Bowl this year. The AFC South was 3-0 and against the AFC West this week. What does that say about the AFC West? Supposed to be best conference in We're football. Bad. Best conference in football. You have two teams that are above 500, and that's it. The AFC South has two teams that are at 500 or better. The rest of the AFC East is better than you. The NFC, God damn, South is looking the same as you. Uh, You're as... You have teams in your division that are worse than the goddamn New York Giants. Congratulations, Kansas City. You have the same record as the Giants right now. You are tied for first in your division with the Broncos, who lost to Geno Smith. And now you gotta go... Now you gotta face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers this week? It's like I told you. Matt Amendola did miss a field goal and an extra point, and if he made those, we would have had four more points than where we were. Cool. You missed them. You didn't yeah. do. <laughs> you didn't execute correctly. You're at the Bucks. You got the Raiders. You got the Bills. The Niners. You play the Titans, Jags, and Chargers. Rams, Bengals, Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos again, and Raiders to end the year. You skated by by the Chargers. You lost to the Colts by three. You think the Bucks, Bills, Niners, Jaguars, Chargers again, the Rams, or the Bengals are going to let you skate by the same way? Dude, I'd, I'd love to see the Jaguars beat the Chiefs. That'd be so funny. It'd be a loss at home to Jacksonville. That would be bonkers, dude. <laughs> you would love it until that's what costs the Chiefs a playoff spot. I would love yeah. it. Because it would be what I've been saying this whole time. The Chiefs are becoming an overblown, overhyped team. It's time to gut no, the wait, core. Chiefs, yes, Chiefs you helped by getting forward the Jaguars kicker. <laughs> Matthew Wright to practice squad. Nice. Yes, you helped <laughs> by getting rid of Tyree Kill. However, as you see, he's flourishing on another team because he's not getting hampered down by 
the same old play calling all day. Eric Bieniemy is a great offensive mind. However, everyone has him figured out. Yeah. You let what could have been your next offensive coordinator walk to the Chargers. Thankfully for you, it's not working the best for you. Wait, who's on the Chargers? Uh, The former quarterback's coach for the Chiefs. Um, I don't even know what that guy's name is. Exactly. Steve Spagnola had that two great years. He had two really good years. However, he's now washed up and everyone knows how to beat his defenses. <laughs> it's almost like the Chiefs' defense is hinging completely on if Chris Jones can get to the quarterback. He was shut down by Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson, the GOAT offensive lineman, we all know that. Quentin Nelson, who went into this game, hurt. The Chiefs have a lot of issues, and trust me, it's not on the offense or the special teams. It's the defense every year, as it always is. I said not only. It is also your offense. Yeah. Almost like you spent too much money on a worthless player that's not doing anything for you in Joe Tunney. You have a mediocre O-line at best. A severely injured Colts defense shut you down. Uh, it'd be like that, man. Looking it through really it right now, I do not see at all DeForest Buckner or Shaq or Shaq Leonard at all play the two best. Oh my bad, there's DeForest Buckner, but Shaq Leonard did not play at all. And you still lost. You still lost. Well, I did see, though, before the game, I was reading some article saying that with the Colts starting out how badly has as they had, that if they could beat the Chiefs, then that would definitely help them moving forward throughout the season. And... What did they do? They proceeded to do that, so... The Colts played Titans. I congratulate Titans. them for winning. The Colts played Titans this week. Yes. They just sold out the game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Which is several... Which is a few months down the line. The Colts might just sneak into the playoffs, and if they get Kansas City, God, oh, they're gonna win. Mercy on the Chiefs' souls, because it's been like I said all the time: Chiefs are only good to a certain point. Yeah. And then off air, I just saw something that we're gonna have to talk about <laughs> when it comes to a certain trip that we're having. At least it's just. At least it's not just a revolving door of quarterbacks every year. <laughs> yeah, it is. However, Colts get stuff done with basically no <laughs> wide receivers. How, however, it works. Yeah, it you works. guys won. <laughs> Winning records. 
winning records, no elite wide receivers like you had, no elite tight ends like you have. <laughs> uh. But yeah. So. Wait, I, we Colts do have win. one. We, we do have an elite wide receiver. Give me a second. I forgot his name. What's his name? The Colts don't have an elite wide receiver. I know. I'm talking about the Chiefs. I'm talking about our our elite wide receiver. Give me a second. Juju Smith Schuster. No. Sky Moore. Uh, no. McCole Hardman. Oh, uh, there he is, Feld- Justin Watson. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm trying to make a joke. <laughs> Smile through the pain, because there's going to be a lot more coming up for you, Chiefs fans. And I know it hurts yeah. to hear the truth. But trust me, least, it's not getting any Bolton, better for you. At least Nick Bolton is looking good like always. Yes. It's nice to see the true son succeed in the NFL. However, the Bengals game in the AFC Championship game was just the beginning. Yeah. I tried to warn you last year. You got your hopes up the first two games. Now the Colts are smacked you back down to reality, and you're already calling for heads. (laughs) Uh, Your fan base is toxic, and you know it. It's time for the majority of you that are Chiefs fans, quote-unquote, to get the fuck out of here. Man, if Tommy was here, uh He would agree with everything I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. College football. Then all, then, then all of then all of the fake fans would leave. Finally. And maybe I'd be willing to be a Chiefs fan again. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Anyway, college football. College football indeed. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Tennessee. God, we're going to go there and Mizzou's going to get their shit stopped. Dude, I'm so excited to sing Rocky Top every time Tennessee scores. Are we just going to show up in orange? <laughs> no, we'll be, oh. be full black and gold, but still singing it's Still long. singing Rocky Top? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with I mean, this. Why not, bro? <laughs> I'm fine with this. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Tennessee Volunteers defeated the Florida Gators 38-33. Uh AM got that bounce back win that I told you you they were all gonna get. They won 23-21 thanks to a doink by the Arkansas kicker. Uh, Kentucky won. They're still undefeated. The SEC East has four, has three undefeated teams right now. I want to cry. It'd be like that. K State upset Oklahoma. So Oklahoma. Let's go. K State's finally ranked as they should be. Uh, Clemson. It took two overtimes that they beat Wake Forest, which just goes to show Wake Forest is really good. Yeah. Uh, Michigan had to stave off Maryland just barely. Mm. Ohio State put a whooping on Wisconsin. Bama did Bama things to Vanderbilt. So I'm looking 
more favorably as to how Mizzou will do against or against Vanderbilt. Georgia somewhat struggled against Kent State. Yeah. It's not giving me a lot of hope for the, the game this week for the Tigers, but it, it, it's something. It is something. USC skates by Oregon State, 17-14. NC State puts the whooping on UConn, go figure. Utah defeats Arizona State. Penn State beats Central Michigan. Oregon survives Washington State. Old Miss barely gets past Tulsa, 35-27. Baylor skates past the Cyclones, 31-24. Washington put the whooping on Stanford, 40-22. BYU beat Wyoming. Texas Tech upsets Texas, 37-34. And uh, Middle Middle Tennessee State. Let's go. Beat Miami. You're talking about it. Let's go. Beat Miami, 45-31. I like Middle Tennessee State. I'm not going to lie. Dude, didn't they have that 99-yard like touchdown pass or something? They oh, that was did. That was so beautiful to watch. Ah. And I'm taking a look at their schedule, see if they're at a... Uh... Just putting the icing on the cake. Oh, November 12th, they're at home against Charlotte. Uh. <laughs> How far is it from Murfreesboro to Knoxville? <laughs> well, we don't even know what time the games are. I know. Well, no, we know what time the uh, Charlotte game for Middle Tennessee State is because it's a oh okay, kick. it's a two thirty kick. But the SEC won't announce when Mizzou and Tennessee are playing yet. Let's see, <sighs> you said Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Don't ask me how I know that. I'm weird like that. Murfreesboro? Murfreesboro. Oh, there we go. Murfreesboro. Yep. I know, my accent kind of... It's two and a half hours. From Knoxville? Yeah. Because Murfreesboro is just outside of Nashville. Yeah, I know it is. So, theoretically, if they had an 8 o'clock kick, <laughs> we could make it. Theoretically. Theoretically, we could make it. Oh, that'd be cool. Do a twofer that week? Ooh. Yo, in any 11 a.m. kickoff games in the state of Tennessee or nearby? <laughs> uh, I can check where Vanderbilt's is. They're in Nashville. See if they're playing at home. The Nope, they're at... Kentucky that week. Uh, Memphis is in Tennessee. That's a pretty long drive, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Nope, they played that Thursday, though. I'd be down to do that. <laughs> I got class, man. Damn it! <laughs> we still haven't talked about what time... Uh, we're leaving. Yeah. Or what time I'm meeting you and going. Because yes. it's going to have to be that Friday. For real. <laughs> so, anyway, that's more for a conversation off air. But, um. So, some more college football stuff. Okay. Um, I, I saw that, um. 
Florida, University of Florida, they have a defensive lineman named uh, Desmond Watson, uh, who is 6'5 mm-hmm. and uh, 415 pounds. Yes. Absolute man amongst boys. Tank. He is tank. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I didn't hear you mention it, but the the Stephen F. Austin game. Uh, I, I am not aware what happened with the Stephen F. Austin game. Um, they ended up, Stephen F. Austin ended up playing a NAIA team called Warner. I don't know how that got scheduled, but, uh, uh FCS F. Austin, division two. Yeah. But they ended up beating them, uh, 98 to zero. Hmm. And, uh, there were eight touchdowns thrown between four different quarterbacks for Stephen F. Austin. It's Stephen. Stephen, my bad. But they had four different quarterbacks, and there was eight touchdowns thrown between the four of them. Hmm. Uh, I feel bad for Warner. I would have thought that there would have been at least, like, a... Like, put me out of my misery rule or something. No. Oh, that don't exist. Yeah. But, Ben, I do believe it is time for your three things. Awesome. Okay. So, I'll do the full intro. So it is now time for Ben's three things. Mr. Duncan, take it away. My first thing on the list. On this past Thursday at the Cincinnati Reds game, I, I just oh, no. I thought it was really cool and nice of him to do, but uh, Joey Votto, uh, soon to be eventually MLB Hall of Fame, uh, oh. is out for the season with an injury, but Thursday night's game that the Reds had, uh, he was out in the stands hanging out with the fans, uh, taking selfies with them, signing autographs, and just sitting down with people and watching the game with them. And I just thought that was really wholesome and a cool thing for him to do since because he couldn't he's the play. best player in the MLB right now. And he doesn't even play. Yeah. So. All righty. And then my second thing on the list, um, just for confirmation, Oregon, who did they play again this week? Washington State. Or is that for this upcoming week or the next week? Uh, the, or, this was their the, past Like game. this past week? Yeah, Washington this past State. Weekend? And what's their mascot again? Who? Washington State? The Cougars. Yeah, there we go. So, um, uh... The Oregon's official mascot, the Oregon Duck, on Twitter tweeted out, um, call me Young Gravy the way I've been taking out these cougars. (laughs) Which I thought was funny. And then, number three. 
Yo! Oh, you 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 pulled it up, Brock? No, I just had my mouth open because I couldn't believe that you actually said that. Hey, yo! <laughs> yo! Hey, effing yo! No way he actually said that. You can pull it up. He said it. <laughs> oh my god! I. Uh, the Oregon Duck, he did indeed say it. God. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Alright, and then my third thing here on the list. As we mentioned earlier, the 49ers lost to the Broncos 11-10. to There were two things that happened during that game that I'm going to mention here for my third thing. First off, Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of the back of the end zone on a play, giving the Broncos two points for a safety. Jimmy Garoppolo is now the second quarterback to ever step out of the back of the end zone. Only other quarterback to do that was Dan Orvaleski for the Lions. Yep. So he's been (laughs) set free. He, He is free and is not the only quarterback that's done that anymore. <sighs> Alright. And then, and then the other thing that happened from that game, um, with the 49ers losing to the Broncos 11-10, to that was the first time ever in NFL history that a football game ended 11-10. Hmm. Scorigami. Scorigami! 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 Scorigami. Good. good. We love a good Scorigami. Good. Good Scorigami. Good. Good. I can live with that. And those are my three things for this week. Alright. Scorigami, always a good thing to have. Alright, well, it is now time for the BCFFL update. And Ben, she's been defeated. She has finally been defeated. It took me. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. Uh, as <laughs> my Clay County Rebels took down Macy's spooky bitches, one twenty six to one nineteen. Thank you, Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, also, the other B card matchup. Saw Mr. Benjamin Duncan pick up the win over Tommy Haley. A good, like, 30-point win? What is that? (laughs) 109 to 88 was the final score as the Tony Tony Choppers defeated the will of these nuts. It was more of like a 20-point something, 20-ish point win. I'll take it. (laughs) Elsewhere, Mike's Dog Pound put the whooping on Mile High Salute, 118 to 57. So, oh Lord, I'm just uh, looking through this now. The Sarbacks fall to B Card Entertainment Papas, leaving B Card Entertainment Papas the only undefeated team left in the league. And finally, Dracy Fab defeated the Justin Fields hype train 117 to 80 points. So, Ben, yes, your thoughts. Uh, I'm glad that I beat Tommy. 
it was really funny because he kept he he would constantly be messaging me over the weekend saying just how badly I was beating him by, which was pretty good to hear. Um, I'm glad that you finally won a game. God, no joke. Uh, oh, I do have the weekly awards that get handed out. And then uh, looking at uh, the how badly Mile High Salute lost, I'm looking at their lineup for the for this past weekend's game, and I mean, he had a good lineup, but just nobody scored any points. No, they all just performed horrendously. I mean, he had Ru- Russell Wilson who got points. And Austin Eckler only got, like, less than half of what he was projected. Uh, Daryl Henderson had, like, no points. Tyreek Hill had no no points. points. Jerry Jerry Judy, no points. Darren Waller, almost no points. James Robinson, the one, like, bright spot. Um, Brandon McManus, basically no points. And the Titans defense, basically no points. Yeah, and as you were mentioning it, you know, that game, uh, actually Mike's dog pound has two of the trophies that he gets this week. So he gets top player of the, or the top player trophy for Lamar Jackson and also the unreal combination trophy for Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> and the highest scoring bench trophy goes to, drum roll please. The Sarbacks for Jalen Hurts being on the bench. <laughs> Which probably would have been the diff, not quite the difference he needed in that game. But Mahomes did have 30 points. However, uh, well, <laughs> let's just say Jalen Hurts had 54. So, would have made it a little bit closer. He still lost by 40. So, sorry, Dad. You're, you, you need another running back and a different tight end. Because uh, they, they weren't doing it for you. You should have started Melvin Gordon, and uh, you need another tight end because neither one of them did anything for you this week. Although, I shouldn't really talk. Because uh, I'm not positive, but I think Mike Gusecki got, uh, yeah, once again, he got .6 points for me again. So, that's great. But uh, as we look forward to next week, Ben, me and you face off against each other. I'm looking forward to that. Bring it on! As Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow, that's a great matchup right there alone. But I also have Mike Evans back, so you could be a little bit in trouble. I'm I'm also I'm scared of Cordero Patterson, to be honest. He's going to get against Cleveland. That's not a great matchup for you. Yeah. I also have Josh Jacobs versus Denver. Mm-hmm. So that should be at least uh, somewhat decent for me. But I also have Rashad Penny against Detroit, who just gives up a... I mean, I do have Devontae Adams going against Denver. Ah, yes, Denver, who shut down the passing attack from the Niners last week. Yes. 
Okay, fair point. <laughs> like, come on, man. I, I didn't realize. My bad. No, you good. The other games this week, Macy and Tommy take on each other. Mike's Dog Pound versus the Sarbacks. B-Card Entertainment Papas versus Justin Fields Hype Train. Mile High Salute. Andre C. Fab. I'm looking at the projections right now, and uh, the undefeated B-Cards Entertainment Papas is currently projected, as of point totals right now, to lose to the 0-3 Justin Fields Hype Train by five points. Yes, but projections and what actually happens uh, aren't the same, because... Macy was projected to beat me by 10 points, but... Yes. <laughs> but, you <That's> see... <laughs> my play... I have Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, boy. I got my boy Josh Allen. Anyway, let's... Before we get into uh, picks this week, we're going to circle right on back to the guess the year that I said earlier. So, again, to recap... Batting first, Willie Wilson. Batting second, UL Washington. Batting third, George Brett. Batting fourth, Hal McRae. Batting fifth, Willie Adkins. Batting sixth, Jerry Martin. Batting seventh, John Watham. Batting eighth, Cesar Geronimo. And batting ninth, Onyx Concepcion. Larry Gurrier was the starting pitcher for the Royals on this day. Ben, I need the year. I got no idea. I'm going to go like 93. The year was 1982. Uh, uh, it was. It was either. Okay, so I knew it was. It wasn't anywhere in in the time frame of. You said eighty. It was eighty-two. Correct. Okay, because I knew it wasn't between eighty-four to ninety. Yeah, I didn't. I I knew it wasn't, but wasn't anywhere between. 84 and 90. I just didn't know if I needed to go forward more or back more. Dan Quisenberry picked up the save in this game. 2 hours 47 minutes, 30,454 packed into Royal Stadium for the Royals to pick up the win 5 to 4. The Royals improved to 86 and 71. The California Angels fell to 90 and 68. So, there you go. I'm going to see if I can find a uh, where those Royals finished that year. Um, they finished second in the AL West that year, ended up going 90-72, and 72, and they were three games back of the Angels. So they just missed the playoffs. Uh, the Brewers ended up winning the East Division by one game over the Orioles, and that, of course, was the year that the Cardinals, 1982, the Cardinals defeated the Brewers in the World Series. So, there we are, Ben. It is now time for picks. Picks, 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 picks. We have one, two, three, four from the NFL and one, two, three, four, five, six from college football for a total of ten. I have Mr. Tommy Hayes picks also pulled up. Are you ready, Mr. Ben? 
I am ready to rock and roll. All right, here we go. First game, this is Sunday Night Football. Uh, we don't know the location currently because of a certain uh, natural weather phenomenon causing this to probably get moved. But uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Kansas City Chiefs are a two-point favorite. Tommy has the Chiefs. Ben, who do you have? So they're like minus two, right? Yeah, the Chiefs are favored by two points. And so if I take Tampa plus two, that would mean the not Chiefs necessarily that Tampa wins. Yeah, but means the Chiefs would win by one or Tampa would win. Huh. Or the Chiefs win by exactly two. I'm, I'm taking... Uh, Tampa plus two. Oh, surprising, actually. I have Kansas City minus two. I think they're going to win this game pretty handily. Next game, a battle of the two and one teams. The Buffalo Bills, who are three-point favorites, travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Tommy has the Buffalo Bills. Ben, who do you got? Let's see, what was the... The minus for this one, or what was it? Three. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going to take a Baltimore plus three. Hmm. Been taking a lot of the underdogs this week already. Next game, a battle of the surprising division leaders... The Jacksonville Jaguars head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, and the Eagles are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking uh, the Eagles uh, minus six-and-a-half. All right. Tommy has the Jaguars plus six-and-a-half. He thinks they're probably actually going to win this game. I have the Eagles as well. Uh, I don't foresee this being much of a game, honestly. Final NFL game, the Chicago Bears travel to the New York to take on the Giants, where the Giants are somehow favored by three. Tommy has the Giants in this one. I have the Bears because I don't know. <laughs> Why not? And with Sterling Shepard tearing his ACL on the turf there in New York, um... The Giants literally have nobody to throw the ball to except Saquon. Uh, they have Kenny um, Galladay still. Uh, have you seen his stats since he joined the yeah, Giants? Yeah, I know. But he's still there, technically. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Bears, whatever the number was again. Bears plus three. Yeah, Bears plus three. Moving over to the NCAA. Starting off with a top 25 matchup. Number 7, Kentucky travels to Oxford, Mississippi to take on the number 14, Old Miss Rebels, who are favored by 6.5. And, and it's Old Miss, so you know who Tommy has. He's got the Rebels winning this game, and it is his lock of the week, is Old Miss beating Kentucky and pulling off the upset. I'm taking Kentucky on that one. To win outright or just to not lose by six and a half? Uh, I'm taking Kentucky, whatever it was, like minus six and a half or whatever, right? Plus six and a half, yeah. 
I also have yeah. Kentucky. I think they're actually going to win this game. Yeah. <clears throat> Next game, another battle of top 25 teams. As Oklahoma State travels to Waco, Texas to take on the Baylor Bears, where Baylor is favored by two and a half. Tommy has the pokes. I have the pokes. And uh, who you got? I'm going to take them, too. We all have Oklahoma State, so congratulations, Baylor. Next game, the first one of our AC or the first of our ACC doubleheader. As Wake Forest travels to Florida State, where Florida State is a seven-point favorite. Tommy has the Demon Deacons. I have the Demon Deacons. Who do you got, Ben? Uh, I want the Demon Deacons as well. All right. We all have Wake Forest. They need a bounce back after that Clemson loss in overtime. NC State travels to Clemson, South Carolina, to take on the Clemson Tigers. The Clemson Tigers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Tommy has the Wolf Pack. I have the Wolf Pack. This is my lock of the week that actually NC State's going to win this game. I have the Wolf Pack as well. Because <laughs> screw... Clemson. And finally, <laughs> the first of our two Maction games. That's right. Two. Two for you. Maction. Miami of Ohio Redhawks traveled to Buffalo, New York to play the Buffalo Bulls. The Buffalo Bulls are minus one and a half point favorites. Tommy has Miami of Ohio. I have the Buffalo Bulls. Ben it's a crapshoot game. It's a pick I'll take Buffalo. Ben's going with Buffalo. And finally, the bonus action game. I saw the line for the Buffalo-Miami of Ohio game, and I said, all right, well, that's our action game. This is our bonus action game. Northern Illinois, the only road team on our entire picks that we have this week that is favored, travel to Ball State to take on the Cardinals. The Huskies are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Tommy's gone with the Cardinals. I got the Huskies. Ben, who do you got? Taking the Huskies as my lock of the week. That's your lock of the week. Wow. His lock of the week Ball. are the Northern Illinois Huskies. Beating Ball. Ball There's State. not even a state named Ball. It's no, a, they're in Indiana. It's an illusion. Ball, Ball isn't even a state. <laughs> so to review... Starting with Mr. Tommy Haley. Tommy has Kansas City minus two, Buffalo minus three, Jacksonville plus six and a half, the Giants minus three and a half. I'm skipping over what our locks of the week are. Oklahoma State plus two and a half, Wake Forest plus seven, NC State plus six and a half, Miami, Ohio plus five and a half, and Ball State plus three and a half. He really likes the underdogs this week, if you can't tell. I have Kansas City minus two, Buffalo minus two, Philly minus six and a half, Chicago plus three, Kentucky plus six and a half, Oklahoma State plus two and a half, Wake Forest plus seven and a half, Buffalo minus one and a half, and Northern Illinois minus three and a half. Mr. Benjamin Duncan has Tampa Bay plus two, Baltimore plus three, Philadelphia minus six and a half, Chicago plus three, Kentucky plus six and a half, Oklahoma State plus two and a half, Wake Forest plus seven and a half. Plus seven. NC State plus six and a half. Buffalo minus five and a half. And the locks of the week are Tommy has his lock of the week. Old Miss 
minus six and a half over Kentucky. I have NC State plus six and a half over Clemson. And Ben has Northern Illinois minus three and a half over Ball State. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Except Thomas. Yes, sir. He didn't want to pick Kentucky to win. He just really likes <laughs> Old Miss. Like, a lot, for some reason. It's weird. A weirdo. Yeah, I mean, you know. He's from Louisiana, so you would think LSU. Yeah. But no, his 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 SEC team is Old Miss. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Ben, you got anything you would like to plug before we go into the outro here? Um, only thing that I can think of the plug is the YouTube channel, Elite Tiger Sports. It's all one word. The E, the T, and the S are capitalized. All right. Any vlog this week from your trip to Truman State? No, but surprisingly, they did... They won it in overtime, so... Hey, there you go. There's your Truman State I'm update. Crazy. There's Truman State update from Ben right there. They they, they went uh, overtime. The, um, the team they were playing against got the ball first in overtime. And their senior 6'1", 230-pound running back stuffed it up the middle for a, a rushing touchdown, and they got the extra point. And then Truman... Um, a couple plays later, they scored a touchdown, and they went for two. And the first time they went for two, the ball went out of the back of the end zone. But there was a flag called because there was a defender climbing on the back of the receiver that was trying to get the ball. And so Truman had another chance, and they ended up getting that two-point conversion and winning. I actually just did pull up who they played. Uh, they defeated Tiffin University from Ohio. Yes. Uh, the Truman State Bulldogs are now 3-1 and one on the year. They play my yes. dad's alma mater in Missouri S&T October 8th in... For homecoming! In Kirksville, so... That's, that's, that's Truman State's homecoming against S&T. Does Mizzou play that week at home? Nope. No? Are they on the road? I thought that was uh, Vander... Or no, is that Florida? Yeah. Could we see a homecoming video from Mr. Ben Duncan about... I mean, shoot, I'm already planning on being there for that game. Exactly. So, you could, so there you go. You heard it first. Uh, ben will be our live <laughs> correspondent from Truman State. For Truman State versus Missouri S and T, we may actually pick that game. <laughs> D two, let's go. Let's go, Division two. Uh, Mizzou has a bye that next week, and then they Truman State's still at home against Southwest Baptist. The th- On the 15th. I, I would be at that game, but oh, there's I I, I can't go to that game because I have stuff that is needing to be done for band. Oh, and then Truman State plays William Jewell in here in Liberty. On the I'd 22nd. love to go to that game so but, bad, but it's homecoming for the Tigers, so mm-hmm. you can't go anyway. Uh, that was a weird little detour right there. <laughs> what the hell was that? 
Um, in case you missed it, me and Tommy did a live stream last Wednesday where we did Minecraft. No live stream with him this week. Ben, are you available as of when this comes out uh, tonight when we're recording now? Tomorrow night, are you available? Um. Yes, no, maybe so. Maybe, we'll see. Maybe, okay, well... I would like a more definitive answer than maybe, because uh, I would like. We to... will find out. All right, I I've got. Uh, let's see what what do I have that we can do? I have. Uh... Oh, that's right! I have totally accurate battle simulator, so we can do that against each other. <laughs> so there you go. So there you go. Uh, Permitting with Ben, him actually being available. Totally accurate battle simulator tonight on uh, the B-Card Entertainment Twitch channel. Uh, if not, it's probably going to be me and the special guest that was supposed to be last week doing something. Probably something stupid. Because that's what we do. Mr. Tommy <laughs> Haley will have an episode of We Are Not Entertained actually come out this week. Uh, as it is... He has decided to be the uh, Friday this week. He'll then have the Friday next week as we continue on the schedule in case you've missed it. First and third Fridays, it's We Are Not Entertained. Second and fourth Fridays of every month, it is CSP. And the fifth is a dealer's choice, so whoever wants to step up. There's only four Fridays in October, however, so... It'll work out pretty well. It's just, uh... Yeah, it's just this one that it's a little bit weird. So... And then December will also be a five-Friday month. Uh, Ben, we will be talking about this latest Mizzou loss on Earning Our Stripes. And we will probably have some very choice words about the game. I'm pretty sure. Uh, other than that, Tommy Haley can be found at dude underscore Rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized. Ben, where can you be found on Twitter? At Elite Tiger Spores 1. Or if you just type in Elite Tiger Sports, you can find me. The E, the T, and the S are capitalized. All one word. I can be found at Twitter at BrockCorton99. The B and the G are capitalized. You can follow... B Carter Entertainment on Twitter. That's right, not the channel, but the entire, the entirety of B Carter Entertainment on Twitter at B underscore card E N T D the C and the E are capitalized on that one. Check out our website, bcardentertainment.com. It's b cardentertainment.com. Article, as we mentioned at the beginning from me, just went up there. There's a back catalog from Macy, articles Macy's written. Uh, Tommy, Ben will have one coming out. And uh, I think there's one from The Bandit. Right. Um, on YouTube this week, other than what we currently have going, I'm trying to remember. I gotta pull it up. I gotta see if there's anything coming out. I gotta pull up my calendar. There one that has been recorded otherwise. 
yes, yes, there is. Uh, the ranking of the uh, so this was a blog post that we did, but this will be coming out here shortly. Hopefully, no, that one's not coming out. What am I doing? All right, nothing else coming out on the channel this week except uh, Tommy's. We are not entertained. So that is all I have there. If you've got anything else, Ben. I do not. All right. Well, until earning our stripes on uh, Elite Tiger Sports, I've been Brock Orton. And I've been Benjamin Duncan. And until tomorrow, as you're hearing this, have a wonderful rest of your day, folks. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs>